currently the 7th of May and it is 25 minutes past 9pm. I am approximately 35 minutes 10 seconds into Gentleman Jack Season 1, Episode 2. And I have watched this whole season um, uncountable times. I don't even know how many times. I love it. And they took it off BBC iPlayer, so I'm now having to watch it through this one, two, three movie thing. Like, technically not legal, I guess. But I need to watch my Gentleman Jack, you know. I mean, big up the Gentleman Jack lovers. I mean, I own a top pack. I've owned, I've owned a top hat in the past many times. I always end up giving them away or losing them. Well, actually, no. I got one given to me, then I gave one away, so I guess we're all equal. Yeah, Pride last year, Nikki Pride 2019. Lots Holloway was her name, and she was a musician. Shortish, about my height, five footish, something. Blonde hair, played the guitar. I don't know, it just seemed like she'd look good with a top hat, so when she finished, I went and gave her it, and she actually said she liked it before I gave her it, actually. I'm just rambling on now, this podcast is kind of a um, new thing to me, I mean, a podcast is supposed to be more than one person, I guess, isn't it, but I guess I'm just talking to thin air and hoping someone's listening. It's her Thursday, and like I said, something kind of funny and kind of not funny kind of um i don't know what the word for it is i'll just tell you and then i guess you can make your own word word up to sum the whole thing up um at the minute obviously it's 2020 and we're in may so that means that there is covid uh, coronavirus so everyone is on lockdown i live in the uk cornwall specifically um, I don't think we're as, as affected as I'm at the rest of the UK, let alone the world. Um, my family live in Oxford, Shire, a place called Dickcock Parkway, and they're near London, so I worry about them a lot. But I think I'm quite safe down here. So yeah, I'll get into the story, what I did. Everyone claps on a Thursday at 7 o'clock for the NHS, you know. You know, I didn't clap earlier, so. Um, but I did do something else. Today, I, well, the other day I bought a speaker which had a microphone and put into it because I'm a producer and a rap artist, musician. And I heard everyone clapping and I had thought about it, but I was going to plan something, then do it next week or something. Something just took over me. I went and grabbed my speaker as fast as I could, ran to the window put the speaker, faced it outside, and I just did a four bar, like, yeah, four bar, um, lyrics, I'm trying to remember something like, um, big up the NHS, let's save lives, stay in, less stress, something like that, um, and then everyone started banging on their tins and clapping and on their saucepans so loud. It was mental. I actually took a video straight afterwards to show um, my... What do I call her? <laughs> to show Carrie Hammond. 
friend because she, she is a friend she's my best friend but uh that's a whole other story we won't get into that we never know who's listening i don't want to upset someone it's not like she's single but i just want the best for her anyway <laughs> if i sound like i'm a little bit on something it's because i've been get this right i bought some cbd weed that's not why i sound fucked though I smoked this weed and I cleaned my house within like it was like I took speed but not like I didn't feel like I was fucked I just felt relaxed but I did stuff and I guess maybe because my back wasn't hurting it hasn't hurt since that's a good point actually my back hasn't hurt since I've been smoking that that's something to note down yeah like cbdhempweed.com I could be wrong on that but best thing about them, right, I've only ordered once from them. A friend um, has ordered twice from them. But every time they've sent out a free tea bag um, and some samples of other stuff. And that tea bag was just downed literally two minutes ago. And my voice sounds fucked. It's weird. I didn't look to see what the um, thing in it is. Was I knew it had chamomile and lemon tea or something like that it tasted like chamomile really um yeah i don't know what to really talk about maybe i should like write down some um some uh, like subjects and talk about it i mean we could talk about gentleman jack i suppose i mean i feel like i'm quite up to speed as much as someone can be on her life considering she wrote a diary diaries uh, which amount to something like 4 million words or something ridiculous um, I've watched the series like I said a million times I don't know how many I bought every book going on her uh, apart from one I think but no I've even got that it was only because it was hard copied it was going for like 900 quid I think it's quite old um, but I managed to get like a newer version which was just normal paperback um, so, but yeah, the new one just came out. No priest, no love, and I haven't watched Gentleman Jack properly in like a month, I think. So I thought right, I'll watch through it. Cause I like to get like that. Saran Jones plays her, and I, it's not like watching Saran Jones. I've seen her in loads of stuff, but it's not even like watching her. It's like when you read the diaries of Lister, you get um, her personality. And, uh, I think Saran Jones nails that on the headline, proper nails that, and you don't even see Saran, I don't see Saran Jones when I watch, I just see Ann Lister, see the person who's talking to me in them diaries, and, um, yeah, it's funny because there's lots of questions, isn't there, when you read someone's diary who's died, or something of someone who's not here anymore, and they're questions you'll never know, like answers you'll never know to questions that you need always want to ask. If that made sense. But yeah, as I said, I'm on season one. Um, oh, it makes me worried when season two is going to come out because obviously it would have been out maybe like I don't know in six months' time or something, but. I don't know. Uh, maybe I should do some research online and see if they've um, 
if they were in production, like if they were recording, filming it, and then they had to stop because of COVID, or whether they haven't yet, or maybe they finished. I don't know. Some programs are like that. I know that they'll like. I know Wentworth, which I love as well, an Australian prison drama, a remake, sort of like Cell Block H, uh, Prisoner Cell Block H. I know that they were. Um, they record one series and like pretty much like as soon as I've seen it, they seem to be filming the next one, um, and it comes out every year. So I don't know. I'll have to look that one up. I hope not though, because I don't want to wait more. I always worry with things like that. Like, and when I'm looking forward to man, I know it's a year away. I always think, fuck man, I'm getting old. What's when it happens? I want to see it. I don't want to go. I don't want to see it. I don't want to die and not see it. Anyway, we went to a morbid place there, didn't we? And I was planning to end the podcast within a minute or two. We can't end it there, can we? Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see, like, listen back to this, see how fucked my voice sounds, because I feel pretty fucked. I was worried I was going to sleep tonight. I think I'll sleep pretty okay. And, like, quote me if I'm wrong and tell me if I'm wrong. But normally when you ingest something, it doesn't really affect you for, like, 40 minutes at the, at the most, 20 at the least. And I've done drugs in my time. And I've done, med, you know, prescription medication and shit. And, I mean, you get, you get your long-lasting slow releases, but you don't get fast-acting, do you? I mean, that is fast-acting, like 10... 20 minutes to 40 minutes yeah anyways I'm gonna go now I'm gonna carry on watching Gentleman Jack get this image of her in my head um here is something before I go who is listening to this who else when they are going to sleep they will make a story up in their head and just follow it like you're watching a film I love doing that. Maybe it's to do with the lucid dreaming that I like to do and I'm into. Not that I've done much of it recently, but yeah, maybe that's why. But yeah, yeah, let me know. I mean, I don't know if there's comments on this thing. We'll have to see. I guess so. I mean, standard, isn't it? You know, post on it. It's got to be a comment section. Anyway, this has been Let's Be Real. Really, I guess it's just called Let's Beautiful Real. And, um, yeah, let's be real. I'll explain that one day. Peace out from me on the uh, 7th of May 2020, right in the middle of COVID. 2020's the year. Oh, and before I go, <laughs> I've done this three times now. Third time lucky, eh? I was thinking a minute ago, I went to the spiritual medium night on Halloween uh, 2019 and this woman came straight to me and I've been to so many of them sessions over the years and no one's ever come to me like I think like once they did um that was in Penzance um but this one I cried like it just felt like I just knew she was, something was there like I don't know whether they hear the dead or not or what it is or they visualize it i don't know whether it's that or it's just like a human connection you can tell someone or they can see the future 
but well I guess what I'm about to say they can tell the future because she said to me one of the things she said to me was things aren't good for you at the minute you're feeling quite hopeless and down and, and shit but next April or this April things ain't no change for you guess what just gone past April things did change for me not gonna say how or why but my mental health is just so much better and uh yeah so that's goodbye for me let's be real number one podcast in the world and I've only just started another phoenix broadcast or podcast let me just light this joint cbd in my ass so our last month's been a bit of a roller coaster well i've been on before but it felt different even from the beginning this one See, I'm not sure if I said this in the previous one, but back last year, 2019, on Halloween, I went to a medium night. Backstory, like, medium is like someone who says they can even talk to the dead or contact them somehow or visualise it or hear from them. Anyway, I just went to this one on Halloween, it was in my local... just something to do to get out really obviously when you go to them things you hope that you're picked and they'll talk to you about something you know and uh i was the first one and i've always felt emotional not at everyone that i've been to and i've been to quite a few in my life but this one i don't know the moment she started talking, my whole insides just, you know, you get that adrenaline and you just emotional rush, overwhelmed. And I cried. And, um, you know, she said some things about me now, which were true and really made me think, you know, this could be the real thing. Because I've always thought, you know, maybe I don't believe in the exact, you know, that. They can directly talk to the dead or whatever, but I believe there's something there, whether it's like human connection, whether, you know, if someone, I sort of say, someone's walking down the road, not initially smiling or upset, but you just get this feeling, like this aura about them. So whether it's that or that, I don't know, but the whole reason I'm telling you this is because she said to me, you're feeling downtrodden at the minute. This was October 31st, 2019. She said, by April next year, things are going to change for you. Things are going to be better, I promise you. And I want you to know this. Now, I don't really think about that, <coughs> about that part until about a week ago. And it's May the 17th today. See? Things did change. Things did change for me in April. I mean, 
them out when you're listening to this. I'm sure you're aware of the coronavirus. Don't worry, this isn't a story of sadness for once. It's just, uh, it was mad because the whole world pretty much was in pain or struggling. And for me, it was the opposite. I was happy. Happier than I'd ever been. And that's because of the love of my life. Oh, Where was I? I thought I'd set some out of light. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so, as the whole world was struggling, my world became happy, my world became something that I'd wished for for a long time. See, the love of my life was spending time away from her partner. And uh, just to give you a bit of a backstory between them, I don't know much, but I do know that throughout the last six years, I can't keep track of the amount of times that she's had me upset, crying even. And, uh, yeah, so got to the point where I was waking up even early every day at like half seven, eight, just to talk to her because I knew she'd be up soon. The closer the time got to when she was going back to her girlfriend, it was getting closer and closer. And uh, about a week before, uh, today it's the 17th of May and she's been there for three days, I think. But since Monday, the 11th, the 12th, something like that, maybe the 10th of May, the um, IR started to realise, oh here we go, it was going to go back to normal now, but as we got closer, about three days before she left, she confided in me that she wasn't really looking forward to going, uh, she was afraid that her independence, she'd got it all back and she didn't really want to leave her house and drive all the way up there to see her and when she did she rang me a couple of hours afterwards and her partner and her mum because her partner lives with my mum they were having an argument and uh she went around the house which was a bit mad anyway you know it's a bit odd, odd behaviour kind of reminds me of one of my exes and her family anyway beside the point Anyway, it's Sunday now, and she left there for Friday. We didn't hear much from her yesterday. A few texts and that. That's what I expected, you know. But today she rang me, and she took the dog for a walk, and she was really questioning whether she may come here. Now, this person, my love of my life, has always said this many times. And um, obviously I've always wished it. Whether it's the fact she saw the beach the other day when I 
because some videos when I was down there that sort of made her realise where I live. Whether she really generally wants to see me, I'm not sure. I think it's a bit of both, but I can definitely say for the first time, even like more than when we were actually together 11 years ago in 2009, I can honestly say with my heart that she cares deeply for me, like proper. And uh, it's all I ever wanted, you know. I've always said to her that, you know, ideal world, she'd be my girlfriend, my wife, but at the end of the day, all I really want is for her to be happy. <coughs> That's how I know it really is love, you know, because I haven't even seen her in, what, three years, maybe four, three, I think, maybe two, I don't know. Last time I saw her, she tattooed something on my arm because she had a tattoo gun. She wrote, I told her to she could write whatever she liked. It was up to her. It was just the fact she was doing it and it was her words that meant the world to me. And she wrote, never lose hope. As if I ever would. Yeah, she hadn't wrote that. Yeah, this is just a little podcast, I guess, maybe a diary entry. I keep a diary, obviously, I I always have since a kid, but on and off, you know. But since I found out about Ann Lister, I've been more, uh, what's the word? I've made a conscious decision to try and keep one, especially of the important one, details of life. Know, someone passes or something happened to the woman in question on oh, my thoughts and feelings it's like on Tuesday I had a bit of a down day this week because like I said I knew she was leaving so I even written my diary ahead of time and I wrote Friday the 15th and I scribbled half of it in black little bits of black at the top just to describe my mood as I know I'd be happy in the morning so I just spoke to her but as the day went on I knew it would be more and more sad but it hasn't been and I'm not going to get my hopes up because like I said she said she might come many times before but this time it's like I'm not getting my hope up but I kind of sort of feel that she really means it it's a hard one I don't know but this is just me rambling hoping someone can um, what's the word relate to it and it can help someone else so they know that they're not on their own and feeling this way so yeah that's uh, all for now from me to you Phoenix Berry aka Laura Elizabeth Berry speaking from the heart to you with the number one podcast coming out of Cornwall the way I'm from Oxford and I do have Cockney in me so I might go downtown and get some am you know or go up near your own 
knees up mother brown oh knees up mother brown oh, i don't know anyways peace It's like 
That's let's be real for today.
So yeah, that's that. Let's be real in another day. Another place, another way, another stay. What's up? Let's be real. That is my podcast, our podcast. Let's be real. Let's say it's in the top ten podcasts in the world. Yeah, I'm a wordsmith, rhymer, MC, rapper. I are they the same thing? I'm a producer. I am studying with Point Blank Music School. I am in my second year, nearly, of my doctoring. Um, PhD, so I say, but that's not what here we are to talk about. We are here because last night I found out a friend of mine died, and not only died, he died nearly a month ago, and I didn't even know it was a lockdown. And uh. Yeah, I don't really know what to say about it. Apart from it's hit me hard, and uh, I think what's hit me hard the most is that when I last saw him, well, not the last time I saw him, because he just happened to be there when I was meeting someone, but the last time I spent actual time with him, we fell out um, in a roundabout way. And uh, I hope over the years, he knows that um, I cared about him, I still do. He died of a blood clot. He wasn't even old. Late 30s, early 40s. Didn't even look like that. He looked like early 30s, like my age, 32. Um, still fresh, still new, still hurts. But uh, I woke up today, uh, I found out late last night, and uh, I don't normally drink that much, but uh, I grabbed for my JD, Apple JD, if you're interested, it's very nice. Um, not the one in the white bottle, the one in the normal JD bottle, but it's green. Um, had a couple of shots, could take away the, uh, that's what I do, you know, it, it helps in times like that. Um... Yeah, this morning I woke up and it was the first thing I thought of. So this is going to be a short podcast, but I just want to say, and on heart, rest in peace, Dave. You'll never be forgotten, not me anyway. Um, and I'm going to play that Witcher game. See, he told me about his Witcher game and he said it was the best and I bought it out straight away and bought it. I played about 40 minutes of it and it wasn't really my thing. I mean it was, but it, I couldn't get into it at the time. Can't remember what was going on at the time, there was probably something else distracting me. But I promise you Dave, if you can hear me right now, I'm going to play that and you can come and sit next to me and you can um, you can help me, eh? Um, yeah that's the let's be real podcast and that is it for today hope you're all well
hope lockdowns wherever you are in the world is either easing off and life's getting back to normal for you. I hope you haven't lost anyone yourselves. Um, has crossed my mind that, you know, I mean, my mate said that he got to the hospital and uh, he rang the said mate who told me and he was fine and then the next thing he was dead. So I do wonder whether... Because the staff were overstaffed in the NHS. Did he die from corona, really? Because they didn't have enough staff to help him? I don't know. But yeah, rest in peace, Dave Jones. Or Dave Meta Jones. I said on Facebook. Love you, bro. God rest your soul. Yo, let's be real. Upbeat Mao, I guess. Well, this one's going to be a podcast. It's still going to be called Let's Be Real, but we're going to try and do it in a rhyme kind of way. Because I was thinking, well, certain things happened in my life and it got me to question, you know. Well, not question, just realise that everyone for themselves and as bad as that sounds or as unlikely and you like no no and you're screaming at me right now i'm telling you or maybe it's just everyone in my life but i'm um, not saying i'm perfect then get me wrong i'm not saying i won't say an error hang on my electric key is having a wobble ah <sighs> uh, that's not good all out where it runs out anyway see i don't stress about little things yeah my electric box is broke yeah lock on my doors broke yeah it's gonna cost me money but i'll get there you know i've had a lot worse things in life that little things like that as much as they bother me on certain days they don't bother me every day so anyway as i was saying yes this podcast well, not before now, but after now, it's going to be trying to rhyme with every sentence that I say. But I came to the realisation that everyone is out for themselves. Now, let me give you a reason, an explanation before you end up trying to send me to hell. See, a couple of days ago, I found out a mate died. We're down in lockdown I'd been locked away having fried eggs and all that shit and it wasn't till yesterday that a friend told me he died. Well, his um, mutual mate had died. So, on that day I'd fallen out of my mum because she'd said she didn't care what happened to George Floyd. Now that upset me. See, if you don't know who George Floyd is then you probably shouldn't be listening to my podcast um, or you're an alien, or you've been living in the jungle, or some random shit. But anyway, the fact that she said that is she. The reason I got angry was because she didn't take anyone else's feelings into consideration. And the thing is, maybe I wouldn't have got so antsy, although I probably should have, if I didn't have friends and people throughout my life of a black colour. 
they're still fucking humans. We're not going to get into the race debate because there shouldn't be a fucking debate. Just I will say one thing on the matter though. Fuck this rhyming shit. It didn't work though, eh? Anyway, I will say one thing on it though. It is not enough to be not racist. You have to be anti-racist. Racist. Alright, that's the only thing I'm going to say on it. But anyways, so we come to the conclusion that everyone's out for themselves. So, I've run out of people to ring. I don't have many people in my life. Not people that I talk to day to day anyway. Um, which I kind of need to keep me stable. Otherwise, I will end up doing something stupid. And, uh, you know, all the bad shit seeps into my head. And, and you know, I need someone there... Just, just to speak to about anything, you know. All they got to do is listen, and, and I'll listen to them. It's how it works, isn't it? But, so don't make dice, Dave. He's one of very few that I see regularly who I actually count as a mate in Newquay. See, I live in a place, my family live for like 400 miles away, like a four to six hour drive. And so I... My mum ignores me on the day that my friend I found out my friend died because she was kind of racist whether she meant to be or not and I didn't agree with that and instead of not talking about it and listening to each other's point of view she decides to ignore me point blank just like every part of my family does if they don't if I don't agree with everything they bloody say. So yesterday I ring my mum no answer, rang a mobile, no answer I just think she's out because normally we argue and then we're fine right, but then she texts me saying well, I'll tell you what she said I'll tell you what I said I'll tell you what she said let me get it up That's you and me done. I'm not what you called me. So she's not racist, she's saying. Just because I don't want to get involved and don't care about that stuff doesn't make me that. I'm in mean, my later life. You don't really know your own mind. You never have done. Just horrible how you behave. You are no love for me. Loyalty is in capitals, by the way, Have you've ever given me. Now, what does that text say to me? Me, 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 me. That's what that text says. Me, 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 me. Because I text back saying, you said you couldn't give a shit about George Floyd, mum. Now, my mum should have thought, hang on, you know? Maybe my mum has a good point, you know, on one side, or maybe I have a good point on one side. But the fact is, it carries on. Because yesterday, uh, I texted my mum and I texted her... Uh, would have been nice to talk, Mum, though. I found out Dave died today. And she put, not going to forget what you called me. And she didn't even know who I was on about when I told her today on the phone when she actually rang me. Well, I rang her and then she rang back. She said, who's Dave? Like, Dave is the only person <laughs> who I talked about in Newquay. I said to her, do you ever listen to me, Mum? And she said, oh, I can't take in everything. 
Ah, so I didn't ask you to take in every little detail. I just asked you to remember the name of the one person who's in my life in Nuki. You know? Like, and then we were back on to something she cared about them. What she did today. What was her life, you know? She didn't say, I'm sorry. She didn't say, you know, I'm sorry your mates died. She didn't do none of that. No, no. Well, I had to rant at someone. I guess let's be real turned into let the berry rant. See, I don't even like that name, berry, berry, berry. It's, on its own, it's a nice name. <coughs> but what it's um, assigned to, and uh, the people who are around it, that's what makes it not so good name. So yeah, I kind of lost my point. I should really sort of start down writing little pointers and then I won't lose my trail of thought, but let me just get a drink. Let's be real. <laughs> now, we all have our own troubles. When people only contact you when they're in trouble, that's what upsets me. <coughs> I like to check in on the ones I care about. I like to check in on the ones I care about every day, even if it's a morning text just saying, morning, such and such, hope you have a good day. That's just me, you know? And I always try to ring my mum once a day. Even if she has upset me. I don't know, man. I guess it just comes down to I feel lonely in this world. And death. I don't mean suicide, I'm just saying death. It's starting to seem like a lot, lot less unappealing than it did before. Don't worry, nothing to worry about. Let's be real, we're still here, we'll still be here. Until a natural cause takes me, because I can't do that to the people around me. My niece and nephews, they lost their mum when my niece was three, my one nephew was seven or eight, I think six, and the other was 12, nearly 13. That's why I'll never do it. But yeah, so... I don't know, I just needed to vent. Anyone feels the same? Let me know, eh? Can't just be me that's realising this. The me, me, me factor. Not saying I'm innocent. I've been guilty of it in the past. Then I guess I awoke. And it's not like I'm never like it. Because, you know, yeah, I rang my mate today. And I rang my mum today back. Because I needed to talk to someone. And that's me. Me, me. But also, wanted them to talk to me. Anyway, next episode, we'll see what happens.
I guess it's kind of like my diary, right? Let's be real. Also, if you like music, check me out, Phoenix Berry or Marsh Mellow Beats on YouTube. 